so let's jump into West Virginia and Commonplace. Um, we have Devontae with us this week. Uh, interesting twist on um, my whole podcasting experience. Um, such a, uh, I say, a, a great conversation I had with him that uh, has been broken up into two parts, and I'm releasing uh, the first part today, and uh, we will release the rest of it next week. And then, like I said, uh, leading up to things, you know, we've got he's got music coming out. We've got other guests coming on. So thank you guys for pumping up uh, West Virginia Uncommonplace. Let's keep it going. We get a few questions out here in the air because we do everything organic. But it's a few things I do want to ask you because I may use them in the future if you don't care. Okay. What inspired you to really get into music? Well, growing up as a child in Virginia, you know, it's country. So... I was kind of always daydreaming and always imagined myself somewhere else. And mainly I saw myself on the stage. So when I was by myself, I used to, you know, pretend like I was setting up little different stages in my room and, you know, anything I saw on TV that was a musical, I was trying to act it out. So it's kind of where it came from. So, so basically, like being out deep on Route sixty, because you was out in the cut, you was in the oh the yeah, foothills of, of the mountains, you know, the Blue Ridge Mountains. I mean, not far from West Virginia, so right. I mean, if you jump the wrong way, you're in West Virginia. Yeah, you know, you, you skip over Lexington, you're out there. So, um, what was the first song that defined like your your style of music? Like, like what was that? Ah, well, <laughs> even though it probably won't see the light of day, um, it was this record that I wrote. I had to have been, gosh, maybe like 14, 15 years old. It's called, it was called The Definition of Me. And basically it was saying, you know, I didn't want anyone to change me. I knew what I wanted my style to be. And just growing up, I was always a precocious kid. I wanted to try different things, try different sounds. And I did not want to be put in a box. So... Okay, so let's cap a year real quick. Uh-huh. You're going off to college after high school. You went through college. You went to right. Andrews County High School, one of the bigger AAA schools in Virginia. <laughs> and, and the demographic is crazy because you got people because the demographic is kind of crazy because you got rich, you got country, you got extra country, and then you got crispy crunch, crispy uh-huh. country people. <laughs> you know, because some of them Nelson County people went there on the low. Yeah, but. <laughs> But, um, My best friend was one of them. Yeah, he went to school. <laughs> he went to school in Amherst, even though he lived in Nelson County. So yeah, right, because he wanted a better education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So you get off to college. Uh, mm-hmm. What what was inspiring you in college when you were doing music then? Wow. Well, there was always something going on, whether it be a fashion show on campus, a play. Um, also, new scenery. You know, I was down in North Carolina. I went to North Carolina Wesleyan College. Shout out to my bishops. So, you know, while there, you know, I got to learn entrepreneurship. I got to learn leadership skills. You know, I built the contacts, some of them that I still have today. And I don't know, just being out there, the atmosphere was different. I felt like, you know, my family wasn't there. These people don't know me. So they can't really judge me because they don't know me. So, I was just more eager to kind of get out there and get my music out there. I mean, any right. show they had, I would be in. So, yeah. All right. So, so once you got your chops out there, what yeah. was the first single you put out or the first bit of music you put <laughs> out? Well, I remember at that particular time, um, it was a record that I had wrote probably 
two years prior to me coming to school. It was called Step Up To Me. And that record was kind of like, you know, it was R&B, it was hip-hop, you know, basically a club banger, you know, talking about, you know, when you're out with your crew and you're on the floor and, you know, just having the confidence just to walk up to that special somebody and, you know, just stepping out the box. All right, so the music, now let's swing over and let me ask you a question inside the music. Did the music inspire you ever to, like, did you ever, like, serenade a lover with the music or anything like that? Um, I, I, well, hmm. I'm going to say this because you're trying to get me caught up right here. Oh, uh, <laughs> basically, you know, I was lucky enough to have, like, those little acoustic coffee house type style concerts in my rec center. Okay. And, Let's just say some of the people saw me, some of the student body saw me in a different light. And um, let's just say people that I thought wasn't rocking with me was really rocking with me. So, so let's just say my hard. spring break was, oh, go ahead. <laughs> so they was really rocking with you. <laughs> yeah. So let's just say my spring break was lit when everybody else was gone. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Because, you know, we're not a PG content thing. We're explicit content. So we pretty much throw anything out there uh, on West Virginia, uncommon place. It's an uncommon place, and we're going to get some common ground in between that uncommon place. Right. Now, now let's go forward a little bit more. All right, so we're, we're almost finished with your senior year. Mm-hmm. You're preparing plans for the future. Um, yes. What were, you, what were you preparing at that time, and how did you decide that you were going to keep going forward with the music? Well, originally, <laughs> I thought I was going to blow up. No, I'm just kidding. But no, um, originally I thought I was going to get a job as someone like in the mental health field, you know, working in North Carolina. I thought I was going to be able to do my music part time, go to clubs in Raleigh and Charlotte, just fill the club scene out and then hopefully get with a local label. However, didn't turn out that way. I ended up going back home to the Amherst County area for about a year. I ended up going back to school. And then going to school in, in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. And that was where I got my hustle on, for real. And that's where you get got your stronger music chops. I always use the word hey. chops because that's how you, you know, you throw bows. You hit people with chops. You don't hit them with Yeah. Bars. That taught me the business. Like, you know, being at Wesleyan, I was able to kind of get on the stage and work that creative muscle and just see if I could do it on my own. Like, put the actual visual part that people see but then when i went to the art institute i learned about the business like copywriting how to split your sales you know with your producer producer fees and you know are they gonna have exclusive royalties to it or is it just their producer for hire like a lot of stuff that artists don't know when they sign these contracts you know it's just a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't know and when i was 16 i was like oh i'm gonna be a star and you know, when you get older, you're like, well, I'm glad I wasn't because somebody would have definitely screwed me out a lot. So, of so basically, you don't want to end up like a 50 Cent type Kanye West type deal because 50 Cent, you know, he signed all the music away. Rick Ross just won a case against him uh, over the rights because uh, Eminem and Dr. Dre own 50 Cent. Yeah, I heard about that. That was crazy. That was, yeah, that was real always, crazy. He was always making jokes and trolling about owning his stuff and he's no better than Kanye, you know. Yeah, I mean, in the industry, you have to do what you have to do to survive. It's like, and I mean, he's I can't, rich anyway. He is, he is. I can't one hundred percent like 
you know, throw too much shade or throw too much hate towards them because it's just like we're not in those boardrooms when they're making those decisions. And one of those things about where we are now, even though I'm coming in the game later, it's a blessing because now everything is more independent. I can release a song in a matter of minutes, just like you can release your content and the whole world can hear it live at whatever time you want it to be there. So you just really have to know what you're doing. Like, I just feel like you have to really have good faith, good people around you and just know what it is that you want to do. Because if not, (sighs) you get ran dry. I mean, that's just what it is. Like, and, and I understand it. So let's get back into the music real quick. So, so right, yeah, right, out right. here in Northern Virginia, out in Nova, um, yes. meeting different people, because I figure uh, in this school one is about like a conservatory type deal. Kind of. You know, I mean, we had like, you know, we had like a recording studio at the school. We had two, actually. We had um, green screen rooms, you know, because we had film, you know. So I originally went to school for audio production. Then I ended up doing a double major and just did audio production and video production because they basically ran into each other. And I've always done, you know, things with entertainment. So that was something else that I love. So, I mean, basically being at the school, you know, you had everything. I mean, you had some people that were in the, you know, the food, you know, the food service program. So they were doing like, you know, they went from cafeteria to like catering, you know, like it was high end and went there, you know, like fashion, music, film, all of that. So at that school, it's, it, you had to really just say, all right, what is it that I'm really going to do? What is my real hustle? Because at that point in time, you couldn't have any excuse to say, okay, I'm not going to do anything. Because they had so much to offer. Like, regardless if you wasn't good at one thing, you could have been good at something else. So in between this, you also worked with a lot of sound too, because I I remember vaguely you had a job somewhere that that I kind of like uh, over at Bose. <laughs> yes, oh God, I remember. Shout out to my Bose team down in Pentagon City Mall. Um, yeah, Bose is that's one of my favorite uh, audio companies. No offense, Beats, but I like I like Bose. You know, <laughs> you know, you know. I, my dad always told me to appreciate good quality, but no. Um, working in Bose, they taught me more so how to sell. So, but you had that, an ear for sound too, because you had to listen to a lot of stuff, correct? Yeah, and you know the crazy thing was, a lot of times if my manager wasn't looking, I was sneaking in a song that I had been working on, <laughs> and they would never know. Like they was like, "Oh, okay, that's great." He he went ahead and dig dig something out of his playlist. No, that was actually one of my songs. So good promotion, but it taught, like I said, that they taught me how to sell. They taught me how to demonstrate sound. So it was like, okay, I had to learn an elevator speech at work and at school. So it was like, yeah, it was the best of both worlds. Okay. So being a media mogul, because that's kind of what you sound like. You can do the production in, you got the video in, you can write the music. So you like Awante Austin. Little X, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> all wrapped in one. I wish I could say that. You know, it's. I'm gonna tell you, when you can do it by yourself, it takes a lot longer. It's it's more fun with a team. So, but it can be done. So let's fast forward a, a little bit further to the now. Yeah. Currently, right now, you you're in between working on music and getting things straightened out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, shout out to COVID, unfortunately. COVID has taken us us all down and it's made me uh, get my own radio station or radio TV show because I've gotten bored out here. Not radio TV, a radio show. Right. Radio uh, One, we need some syndication, man. Come out here, you know, hook a brother up. Yeah, once once everything calms down, we'll have to put a little video out here and there. So let me ask you this. All right, if if I'm a right. fan today and I want to hear something by you, where do I go to find it? So right now, all of my content is exclusively on YouTube. Um, Devonte D-A-V-O-N-T-E, with the accent on the dot net, N-E-T. Okay. So you can find me on YouTube. Now, I have an upcoming single that's in the works as well as the EP. I have no definite date yet, but you know, we we getting things going, man. We just it's a slow process trying right, to COVID nineteen shutting people down, get them out shutting the way. people down, man. Yeah, messing with 20- your money. Yeah, we hope twenty twenty will be a better year. So, um, just a few more questions to go ahead and, and um, if I'm a, a, a aspiring artist right now, mm-hmm. what can I do? to promote my music where can i go to just is it soundcloud where do you think is the best avenue to go to promote music to promote music well honestly i'm gonna have to say youtube because youtube is very resourceful you can learn how to record your music do the production mix and master i mean you can do a lot of different things off youtube and everybody's on youtube Plus, you know, the more ads that are added to your your video, I mean, more clicks per post, I mean, you're making money too. And it's also getting your music out there. However, you know, SoundCloud, if you're just, just starting, SoundCloud is awesome. Because, I mean, you can literally go to Sound, send somebody a link, they go to SoundCloud.com. They don't even have to have the app. And they go straight to SoundCloud. However... As far as monetizing and getting your, you know, your your revenue and your entrepreneurship on, YouTube would have to be, I would say, a great start. All right. So here's my next question: mm-hmm. in the, in the future, are we getting a podcast out of you? Are you gonna get out here and get your own we, show going? We we might, man. We might. You know, you know, you know. We gotta see. You know, we gotta see what we can do, man. I mean, I I think that's gonna be the future. You know, I mean. I wanted to do YouTube, but I feel like YouTube is just so time consuming. And do you, However, feel, it's kinda, do you feel it's kind of saturated right now? Because like this podcast is. thing, there's seven hundred fifty thousand podcasts out here, but everyone's unique. YouTube right. is very unique, also. But the thing is, is you got smaller platforms like previous, like Vine, where people were getting on, and you got this revolutionary TikTok, which I'm not part of. I don't have no qualms with it. Just I don't feel bad. It. I don't do it either. <laughs> um, don't have anything to do with it. I jumped on the Snapchat bandwagon. I kind of like the way that moves. I actually like the way it advertises on there because you can do, you can get verified very fast like you can on Instagram. You can put on a very Damn. quick, uh, a quick little video here and there and you got your product out there. A lot of people making money that way, sort of like what Vine was, but they took it a step further, added filters, make the ugly look pretty, make the pretty look ugly, you know? Ooh. So, that's the scary part. Yeah, that's the scary part about that. So, are we gonna ever catch you on Snapchat either? You probably won't. But won't. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr on the low. 
No, you know, that's what... See, this is the after hours talk, man. Adult <laughs> Twitter, adult Twitter. That's where right, it's right, at. Right, right, Because Tumblr, yeah, and with the, all the bots that are on there, you kind of got to stay away from that one. Yeah, just some of the content isn't, um, isn't legal friendly, so we try to stay away from yeah, that. Try to be you careful. Know? We don't want no Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, none of that <laughs> stuff going on right now. Nah. Because society, nah. I'm not saying society is very sensitive right now, but society is being very sensitive to a lot of issues. Um, well, yeah. And I mean, if you, even especially with COVID going on, I mean, it's driving us crazy. And then, you know, you see all the stuff that's going on out in the world. It's just... So, so let me ask you something. This is something personal. Um, knowing we are actually cousins. Right, and, right. Um, Shout and, out to the fans. And that's something that, you know, the audience should know. We're cousins. And we actually share... Another cousin that's a cousin of a cousin. Her name is Tanja. Right. Yeah, that's that's a direct cousin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting thing there. Uh, a lot of people don't know all that, but that's just something funny because we I have a local audience that so I like to let them in on tidbits. Okay. Of different, of different things. But here's the major thing I want to talk about: Trey songs. All right. Trey songs. <laughs> listen, we've done the music with you now, and I hate yeah. to put you on the spot about a little gossip. But how are you feeling about Trey Songs right now? I mean, you know what? I look at it like this. You know, he's he's from my home state of Virginia, you know. Petersburg. Petersburg, right. And I and I'm in Richmond, so I mean four all day. You know, it's sad to hear these allegations, and I'm praying that they're just allegations, you know. I want to continue to support him as an artist. However, if he is doing this type of behavior, I don't condone that. I mean, that's bad for not only you, but it's bad for your brain. So that's that's yeah. kind of mainly where I'm at about it. But I mean, it's just wrong in general. Like, if you have a kid, you know what I'm saying? You 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 wouldn't want, especially a daughter, you wouldn't want them around that particular type of pressure or you know, behavior. I mean, I don't know what else to say, you know, because it's like I'm not in his situation. I'm not, I don't know him personally, but if I did know him brother to brother, if you didn't do it, clear your name. But if you did do it, put the pieces back know, together. Put the pieces back yeah. together and hope to God that nothing else comes out. Cause I yeah, because I, I mean, we're seeing too much. I mean, Cosby, I mean, R. Kelly, I mean, it just seems like there's kind of like a witch hunt for black men. I hate to say it. I mean, the elite is just, it's crazy what's going on right now. Right, and it's crazy. And, you know, I'm not trying to, like, go off on other artists, but I would expect something weird to come out from somebody like Diddy, somebody that that, that has been mainstream so long and out mm. here. You know, he's busting at some point, and he's a rowdy guy. Uh, and, I mean, and, and for him, to, for it to seem that's like tough, has, right there. <laughs> yeah, for for it to seem like he has a squeaky clean image when it comes to that. I mean, he ended up on Steve Stout over the Hate Me Now video with Nas. Oh, yeah. And Steve Stout is one of the pillars of music. Yeah, I mean, he had a rough going in with Busta Rhymes too. But, right. I mean, hey, he broke when people. you don't pay people their money, that's the problem. And I mean, he's a, he has paid thugs on salary, and nothing's coming out bad about him. You know, that's it's just weird. I mean, Hollywood is a dirty. It's just like politics. I don't know these people personally, so yeah, it's like it's like I, I try to keep yeah, yeah. We try to keep it calm on that. 
All right, so on a lighter note, um, let's let's talk a little bit about some other stuff. Now, if you're on the go, do you have like a way that you can record on the go? Like, do you, uh, uh, like, do you have any type of way to record on the go? How do you, how do you record when you don't have a studio? So that's a good question here. So there's lots of ways you can do it. Now, if you're not like you know. I tell people if it's not in your budget, because iPads are kind of expensive. However, they are cheaper than getting a MacBook Pro. But if you got an iPad, you can record from either GarageBand. Also, check this out. On your Android tablets, there's a free app called BandLab. You okay. can download that online, too. That's like the Windows version. So not to get geeky, because, you know, this is what I went to school for. Okay. But BandLab is kind of like, in my opinion, the Windows version of Garage. Okay. Very simple, easy to use, but you can also collaborate very easily in BandLab. It's a one of those web-based type DAWs, you know, digital audio workstations. It's starting to get, you know, I don't want to say it's starting to get played because it's been around. Literally, BandLab was bought out by, well, Sonar LE was a, a big production company back in the day. And BandLab bought it out. So, so that's it's more prevalent it. now. It's more prevalent. That's what you said. It's more prevalent. It's another one out, too, that if you guys want to pay for it, you know, most people don't. But if you want to pay for it, it's one called um, Soundtrap. Soundtrap is very popular. You can produce in it. You can collaborate. You can be on the go. And, I mean, seriously, you just get your little tablet. I mean, there are USB mics that you can buy. And you can do a USB to USB connector. Now, if you're still worried about price and it's, you know, something that's a quick demo, then you can just use your regular headset into it. You're not going to get the same quality, but there are nice little USB mics that are portable that you can take with on the go. Okay, because I use a little portable mic, the little little Samson, $30 at Walmart. I'm doing right. Podcast, I'm doing a podcast on the go with some extra hookup to the iPhone. You know, see, I mean, but see, things are getting so easier now. Like you can record demos on GarageBand on your iPhone. I mean, I don't know how it would sound recording the whole album, but just laying <laughs> some demo tracks and things like that. Because you got to think about it. It's so small and just trying to edit it and do it's not enough screen space. So but, you know, like I said, there's an alternatives because. I, too, have been that kid in that place where I couldn't afford Apple. I still can't really afford Apple, but I can afford Apple. Right. But, right. Uh, well, you, you know. know cheap. You know, like me, people be like, oh, you flashy. But I'm like, no, nah, I got the 2017 MacBook. It, it was like four or $500. I waited. Yeah. Because I know it's got 10 years left on it. You know, a lifespan. So I'll buy the 2017, the MacBook, not MacBook Air, not MacBook Pro. Yeah. Do my thing and still be all right. Yeah, I will say this. Pro does a lot more, though. That's the thing. It's Pro is like... It. It's got more power. Right. It. It's got a little bit more manpower, too. But, you know, one of my favorite brands, not to brag, you know, since we was talking about Bose, Lenovo. Oh. Shout out to Lenovo and the ThinkPad. It's been around for, like, forever. It's trusted. But what you pay for a MacBook Pro, you could have got that and extra customizations on this computer. And they do payment plans. Boom. Oh, yeah. Not saying Apple doesn't, but Lenovo is a little bit better. Oh, yeah. I feel you on that. But uh, once again, I'll tell you this. You know, I'm a, uh, uh, an Apple advocate. Man, Y'all, he's boot- an Apple I, fan. I got a I got boot camp on here. So when I need Windows, I just flip it over. 
see, here you go. You know, on Windows, yeah, you can't do that. But, I mean, you don't necessarily have to have Apple. I'm trying to tell the kids out here that you ain't got to go broke just to do your dreams because I almost did. Don't. Right, right. Yeah, don't go broke. And I'll tell you, you know, you can always get it off Renner Center for the weeks you need it and then send it back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and don't swipe your parents' credit card either. Don't right, do right. that. So it's always that for whatever you want to do. Well, not to cut this short, but I once again thank you guys um for listening. And um, like I said, platforms getting bigger and bigger. So if you know that you um want to be on air, if you got a business or something that you want to put out there, feel free to drop me a line and we'll link up and do something.